This is the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Carly. Are we like just like I know real talk? Are we going to keep doing Christmas stuff all the way until the end? Well, here's the thing, right? I'm, I'm a little bit burnt out of Christmas. If I'm being I honest. agree, but I have yes. to. Well, hear me out though. I have to squeeze it in where we can because we do finish up December first this year. Yes, so we don't get to do the. Fully fledged Christmas stuff with you. That'll be uh, Jimmy and Nate taking over. So yeah, I just feel. Like I don't want them to have all the Christmas cheer. It just feels like it's a bit a lot. You know what I mean? I know, but you know we're not going to be here December. <laughs> so we're not we're dead. By the way, we're just going on holiday. It's nothing too sad. In case people are going, what happened to Alan and Carly? We're fine. Um, Alpha Bucks letter mm-hmm. tomorrow. K for kilo. Okay. Yeah. Name me starting with K. A unit of measurement. Kilo. Is that the hardest? It's the tricky one. There's another one in there that I was tossing up between, but I, I'm going to go Because I'm not one. the smartest at Alpha Bucks. No. And that was like... Well, I'll be honest. I saw not as the first answer, and I freaked out forgetting the word kilo. Oh, like a not, like on the sea. Yeah. The yeah. ocean. So I saw not and carrot, and I was uh, like, oh, no one's going to get that. Then you went kilo, and went, well, that's the obvious answer. <laughs> not knots as in ropes, This guys. is why you read the thing out, because you're better at knowing the hard questions. Can we do two? <laughs> no, 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 no. We will get fired. It's almost Christmas. Come on. No, no, maybe. No, no, no. No, we won't do that. But if that is the hardest, then I think that's a good game, right? It's one of the hardest. There's another tricky one. Because was hard. Today's was impossible. Absolutely impossible. I wonder if I, I wouldn't. No, nah, I wouldn't have got today's. Nah. I did appreciate the Nickelodeon reference, though. Me too. Which is was the second one for the day. I was talking about uh, Nickelodeon's smell vision earlier on in the show. Yeah, yeah. It's always good to uh, mention Nickelodeon. Do you think that kids will love TV as much as we, like, because we had no. so much TV loyalty, right? So, yeah. like, every kid was so loyal to the ABC of an afternoon. It was Absolutely. like you would stick for every program, right? Yep. And then with Nickelodeon, if you're lucky enough to have that, yep. it was like I just had that on nonstop and I yep. watched it. Like, I didn't, you know, you didn't channel flick back in the day. It was like back to back, whatever well, they were playing. Well, now it's TikTok, man. Like, that's where, oh, and they yeah. play Minecraft and But what would be like there? the kids Fortnite. channel that's like big now? There's so well, many. ABC still representing with uh, Bluey. Like, that's oh, still a juggernaut. Cartoon Network's still going. You oh, know, the they've got that Adult Network. Swim. Yeah. Um, channel 10's got their own Nickelodeon channel now, which is pretty good. I've been watching a bit of that. That's fun. There's some red See, I remember Nickelodeon used to do the funnest stuff. Yeah. Like they would have like, obviously the Nickelodeon awards, but they would send you little gifts as well in the mail. Like I never got any of these things. Oh, I did enter a lot of competitions though. Yeah. You Maybe- strike me as someone that would have entered a lot of competitions. <laughs> Do you know what the one I never won and my friend did and it drove me wild. I would always, remember Agro's Cartoon Connection? Absolutely. Yep. Great And show. you could like write in and draw yeah. and he would pick your picture and then you would get the prize pack that they would like yeah. do the it was awkward so good. camera it was like- angles. So yes, my friend won that. And I was the one that told her to draw and send it in. Did you share any of it with you? Um, I think I got like a book because she got like, I think she got multiple copies of the same book, which I think was a mistake, but it was like <laughs> a Goosebumps book covered. or something. Yeah, literally. Classic. And also, I'll be honest, the prize pack was underwhelming. They ah. made it look very good on TV, like with weird camera, camera angles, angles and stuff. Yeah. She got like, I mean, look, you're not going to, when you're a kid and it's free stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, anyway, jeez. Well. <laughs> I do have regrets in life, I've just realised. That, that is your only one, which isn't a bad effort, if I'm being honest. Bring back aggro so I can fulfil it. <laughs>
We're talking about Australian Idol, taking us right back. Yes, because it, I think it's still on our TV screens, is it? I can't remember. I think, yeah, it came back on it? seven. Yes, yes, well, yes, yes, look, yes. Well, let's yes. be honest. It's not the juggernaut that it once was because no. we produced some pretty heavy hitters back in yep. the day when it came to Australian Idol, um, which reminds me, who won The Voice? I don't know. See, this is the thing. When it come to Australian Idol back in the day, these artists have staying power. Absolutely. And um, what they've done now is they have released, based on streams, the most successful Australian Idol contestant to come out of the show. Okay. Now, Alan, you don't know who it is? I do not know. Do you want to have a few guesses? I have some guesses. So I want to kick it off with someone that just released a brand new song, but this is the throwback one, Ricky Lee. So... This is someone I would consider in my top five when it comes to Australian Idol contestants. She absolutely nailed this. Didn't win it, but you don't need to win it to be successful. No, you do not. Um, Some honourable mentions before I go on to the next one. Your Paulini's obviously very well known. Uh, Casey Donovan's very well known. Oh, she's uh, coming to WA with Anne Juliet, that musical. Oh, that's right. Mm. Uh, I'm going to first. All right. So here's my other guess. Random curveball, but here it is. Oh, Lee Harding. Lee Harding. Lee Harding. One hit wonder, wasn't he? Yeah, but good song. Wasabi? Um, well, I'll tell no. you, Ricky Lee is eighth on the list. Okay. Yeah. Lee Harding on that list? No, he didn't make the top ten, unfortunately. Was Dami Yim an idol? Or was he X Factor or something? Uh, oh, I, I think she was, was X Factor. Okay. All right, all right. Well, then obviously it's going to be. What about me? Oh. Shannon Noel. I stream her stuff all the time. Nolsey. Drive. Banger of a song. Now, unfortunately. Is he in the top 10? Just like his run on Australian Idol. No. Pipped at the post. He's at number six. Really? Now, okay. Lisa Mitchell beat him at Who? number five. Remember Lisa Mitchell? I actually don't. <laughs> oh, she was like that hippie girl with the guitar. Okay. She had like something about coins. Her song was about coins. <laughs> I yeah, can't remember. No, I don't remember. All right, well, then the obvious one is the first winner of Australian Idol, uh, the first season one, then it's obviously Guy Sebastian. Remember his afro in this? What I oh. see. It's a classic. Go the fro. Remember that? Yeah. So this is number one, obviously. Obviously then. not. He is number really? two. Oh, well, how do you take uh, that? So he Guy has, uh, get this, 576 million streams. Wow. Okay. Now the winner I is... don't know who it could be. This it's not is... Rob Mills, is it? Not Millsy. <laughs> M. No. Rocciano? Not M. Rocciano. <laughs> who is it? Uh, Wait, not pot... Hayley Warner either. Not just Mailboy, which oh, wouldn't yeah, have been course. a bad pick. Because... Uh, like, is this streams, like, because podcast the streams and Rushiano, like, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the most streamed okay, song okay, on Spotify. Okay. who is it? The most successful Australian Idol right, artist. I... It's someone that didn't even win Australian Idol back in the day. Okay. He was runner-up for the fifth season back in 2007, and that would be Matt Corby. Oh. Remember him? I do. Now, you know what's so controversial is he was, like, anti-Idol. He actually worked so hard to get out of that horrible contract they put him in, and he didn't release any music until he got out of it. Well, he'll be appreciating us lumping him in <laughs> with all of this, man. He was by far the most successful. That's insane. I did not pick that. I want to go listen to some more Nolsey. we got to yes. get him up a couple of spots. I mean, Lisa Mitchell beating him. I mean, she does a good job, but it's been a long time between hits for her. <laughs> Poor Nolsey. Well, it was good to see Guy Sebastian number two for a change as well. Yeah. 
Stan Walker was in there. Honorable mention. Oh, cool. All Number right. Number four. That list is wild. So wild. I do want to believe that I'm the reason why Nolsey's on number six, but <laughs> I have been cranking him. Absolutely cranking him. This might be the peak of my career. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll own this one. Yep. I did push for this. Yep. We're having a bit of fun this morning on 131060 uh, because uh, we are writing some wrongs on this show this morning. Uh, we do apologise. Uh, we missed some huge news uh, throughout the year. In August, it was <laughs> announced that Australia's favourite animal sound is actually the humble magpie. Yeah. Um, so, again, writing some wrongs here. Not only have we broken the news to you uh, from August, uh, but we thought we'd have a bit of fun with it on 131060 uh, to see if you can make an animal noise. Now, don't tell us what it is. We're going to try and guess, right? We're going to try and guess. That's if the animal sound is good enough. I will kick it off with Paul in Vass. Paul, we'll let you take it away, mate. Oh, here we go. <laughs> now, Paul... Not, Not only cow. is that a beautiful cow sound, but that's a cow in labour, my friend. That sounds good. It got is that it? Right? All right, bang. Or, or, an angry, or an angry cow, either way. Oh, angry, angry cow, cow well. yes. Well, you're not happy if you're in labour, are you? So no, well, no. <laughs> nailed it, Paul. Nailed it, Paul. Good, good cow sound. I can't believe I said those words. <laughs> Mark from 2J, we'll let you take it away, mate. What the hell? What is happening? That is a chihuahua. Am I right, Mark? That is right. Thank you. (laughs) Can I get it again, Mark? It was very convincing. (laughs) It's very good. Like, that's the dog that lives next door to me when I'm hanging the washing. That's you, Mark? Yeah. Mark, that is incredible. That, that is that's a actually, skill. That is a skill, Mark. I'm actually very impressed with that one. Thank you, sir. I take my uh, collar off to you. Dog collar. Uh, let's go to Quincy in Broome. Your animal sound, please. Or oh, the build-up. The sound of silence. Ah, excellent. Disturb cover. Wombat. Quincy. Meow. <laughs> well, that scared me. Uh, one more time, Quincy. What was the noise? I'm hearing now, is there cows two the, animals? I'm hearing uh, a cow in the background, a cat in the foreground. Now, okay, so we've established, Quincy, you're the cat. Is there an actual cow there or are you just multi-talented? <laughs> I think we move on from I think Quincy. He's on the farm. Thanks, I don't know Quincy. what's going on. Uh, let's go to Lindsay in <laughs> Northern uh, to wrap up this just stellar radio. Lindsay, uh, give us your animal sound, please. <laughs> <laughs> No, that sounds like okay. That sounds like me nagging my husband. I'm not going to lie. Yep, yep. But Lindsay, I think you're channeling a. It's definitely a farmyard animal. What do you mean? Why are you definitely that- a grazing animal? Is it something that gets sheared, Lindsay? It sure is. Can I hear it again? God. Nah. Nah. <laughs> that is a sheep, Lindsay. You've bloody nailed it. <laughs> wow. Add that to the resume. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you for everyone that uh, called in. Now, Alan, there's a thing called the uh, Radio Awards. Will we be submitting that piece of audio for next year? You can. <laughs> Do not put my name on it. <laughs> now, this is where we get a little bit more risque in the show, a little bit more adult, it's safe to say. And today's topic is certainly an adult one. So that's your warning. Carly, take it away. Oh, okay. 
I'm going to try and not be awkward. Yep, good luck. Um, so I obviously be. people like um, sexual websites. All right, you made it weird. I'm taking it. Uh, so <laughs> let's talk about the metaverse. Uh, this is the whole world online and where we're basically headed as a society to the point where we'll be wearing VR goggles and kind of just walk in the streets as we kind of peruse through the internet. Now, of course, with every kind of advancement in technology, adult Viewing becomes the main kind of thing that people want to check out, and it normally is at the forefront of technology. Introducing the new way that people think that we'll be enjoying adult movies will be through VR headsets, Carly, connected to toys. Now, the only time I did VR, um, I got motion sickness. Yeah, So I don't know if this is for me. Probably not. Because I don't, if things are moving too fast, I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me. Well, so things are moving pretty just fast. keep that in mind. They're saying that in 10 years' time, this will be a normal way of life for a lot of people with the VR headsets Oh, my God, they're going to add smell-o-vision? Well, that's what I wanted to get into. Now, so... remember that with Nickelodeon? I got stung with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, oh, we're going to make smell-o-vision. It was the hugest thing at the time. Yep. And they gave you the scratch and sniff cards, and they would have the little thing. Is that what they're going to do? Or maybe technology is advanced I'm going to read this directly from the website. It says that they're going to be doing... (laughs) So Sweden has developed a device last year that sends aromas up your nose while you play video games and virtual reality. And they're probably going to use this into the more adult kind of situation. It contains liquid scents directed to the nostrils at various times while wearing a headset. The system links physical smells to a synthetic VR environment, bringing this concept of smell vision to the 21st century. No, thanks. Can I just say? No. <laughs> like, people aren't going to want to date anymore if you've got all that going on. You know what I mean? To not have to sit through an awkward dinner. But people don't want to date now. That's true. This is the future, unfortunately. Jeez. If you thought your weird son who never left his room was weird before, <laughs> just wait till 10 years' time. You go, why do I smell cinnamon in there? But I will. <laughs> I would like I like the smell vision thing because like but I'd like it for actual normal movies because I always wonder what celebrities smell like That's you know like Reese Witherspoon thing. I'm like That's... she's what well, it's not weird yeah Reese Witherspoon I... I'm like she's got floral notes I betcha. That's such a weird thing to say. See, I Why think is that weird? Say Ashton Kutcher, you know he'd have like a little bit of a sweat smell but yeah. mixed with like some leather or something right. nice. That'd really like kind of. That would be good, actually, but for normal movies. I mean, if Ashton could just start in one of those movies, I would, out of curiosity, I'd have to take a motion sickness pill first. (laughs) Okay, you're making it weird now by sitting in this. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to something more sensical, like Carly's Conspiracies coming up next. Speaking of celebrities, actually, Goldie Horn. Wonder what she smells like. Oh, she'd smell good. Of course, you freak. All right. I reckon sandalwood. <laughs> she burns a lot of incense. I think she smells like a nutter, as we're about to find out next. Anyway, you're on here breakfast with Alan Carly. <laughs> Alan and Carly. We are talking all things Christmas once again. Oh, there we are. On November 21st, over Just a month around away the corner. until Christmas. But anyway. And Carly, what are we asking exactly? Uh, we're asking, what is your favourite Christmas decoration? Because, Alan, obviously I'm decorating your and Julia's marital tree. And you make I it wanted... sound way more important than it is. But anyway, I wanted yeah. to have a sentimental touch. I want to set you guys up for future Christmas success. Okay. I mean, you guys have been together 19 years. Yeah. 
So I just want to like, you know, hear about those sentimental ornaments. I mean, sure, I can go to Kmart and buy in bulk, which I will be doing. Thank you. But I would like to get some ideas of how to add a sentimental touch. I think you're the person to do that, Bart. All right. 131060. <laughs> let's go to Ants in Carapa. Oh, Ants. not a- Ants. Good before morning. Before we start, Merry Christmas. Good morning. Merry Birthmas. Oh, oh he's adopted it. <laughs> Thank you, Ants. <laughs> uh, now, hey, tell Ants. us about your sentimental Christmas decorations. I think this is one Alan can get on board with. Okay, here we go. So, uh, it's quite sentimental to me. Go to the Bottle O. I'm listening. Get those, the place get where all good memories are formed. Yes, or, or all good memories are forgotten. <laughs> uh, get, get those mini shot bottles. Okay. You know the ones, yeah, the little ones? Yep, yep. yep. Hang them up on the tree. Okay. Come Christmas, or you could even use it as an advent calendar. Whatever one, come Christmas. Yep. Then whatever one you find, you just go for now, I'm trying to create <laughs> memories here, Ants, not erase yeah. them. Yeah. Now, I don't mind it, but it's... it's I yeah. think Alan's on board with it. Absolutely, mate. I'm way ahead of you. No. I, look, great suggestion. Drink responsibly. But um, I think Hashtag let's go to the next call. Well, I think that's good, the festive spirit. Uh, let's go to Adele in Bustleton. Good morning. Uh, what is your favourite Christmas decoration? It's a porcelain Santa Claus that I bought in WA Salvage many years ago. WA Salvage, there's a throwback. Remember this, Adele? No prices, stop here, WA Salvage. We're not fancy, but we're cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I like that. Not fancy, but cheap, Adele. Is that what your Santa looks like? No, he's not. He's beautiful. He's um, porcelain. He'd be about between 18 and two feet tall. Wow. wow. And, yeah, I've got an angel and a snowman, the same. Okay, now what makes the Santa stand out from the rest? Well, he's two foot tall, Carly. (laughs) Well, they're all the same height. Oh, okay, so it's not the um, size that matters. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move this along, eh? Good, good call, Adele. Let's go to Rhiannon in Bunbury. Uh, what is your favourite Christmas decoration? Hey, my uh, favourite decoration is uh, my firstborn at kindy made a handprint and they turned it into an ornament and he <gasps> hand paint, like, finger painted it as well. Oh, oh now, Rhiannon, that is a great idea. I could totally do that for Alan. With whose handprints? Mine. Don't you think, Rhiannon, that would be sentimental? I mean, it's obviously oh, meant a lot to you. That that definitely would be something for Alan. Yeah, but Rhiannon, Carly's hands are massive. I wouldn't even see the tree oh, if it went up. stop it. Although I don't know if I trust you with my fingerprints. <laughs> I need to talk about something I've already brought up on the show many a time. It's a two-purpose. One is to just kind of talk about it and hopefully provide some entertainment. The other is to really make myself feel better and have a quick little vent. <laughs> okay, here we go. These little glasses. Do you remember me talking about this a few months back? This is the thing my wife bought these tiramisus. They came in these little glasses. You know the glass and cup situation at my house, Carly. Yeah. It's excessive. Yes. We have a lot. Well, you've got to have um, a glass for every situation and every drink option. It sounds like Julius, yeah. Like you wouldn't you know, serve a martini in a champagne flute. That sounds like a good idea. But I mean, anyway. I would, but, you yeah. know, I'm just trying to defend. Look, she, she had these little glasses. I was like, we don't need them. She's like, no, I'm keeping them. And I'm like, come on, really? And since then, it's just been one of those things where I'm like, well, it never gets used. Why is it there? And I'm just waiting for the day to throw it out. However, 
I think I owe my wife an apology. <laughs> oh, live on the air. Do we want to get her on the phone for this? No, she's busy um, and she's at work right now. What a shame. I love that you're going to apologise to her through a medium where she, A, can't respond mm. or B, hear it at the moment. This I'm doesn't not... seem sincere to me. I know, pretty clever, right? So the little glass got used <laughs> by me. I was making custard, like the powdered custard, and you're like, you know, you beat it okay, and it turns we into we will get into that later. I got it for free and I was like, I'm doing this custard thing. And I was like, what am I going to put in this? I need four little portions. And I looked through and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the perfect size glass. <laughs> the little glasses that are like, they're like a shot glass, a little bit bigger than a shot glass. And I'm like, do I use it and let my wife win? Or do I just put it in like a mug or something? I used it. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, Julia eating it last night, she looked pretty chuffed. I think the custard tasted horrible, but she was very happy I was using the glass. <laughs> she was probably uh, very happy to serve you up some humble pie in that little glass too. Yeah. So she was right, and that's where we'll leave it? I don't think that she's just right on this particular thing. I think that this could extend to a lot of other things, Alan, and I think you nah, can, you can nah. cut out the middleman right now and just admit that she's always going to be right in no, the end, no. so don't fight it. No, no. She was right about the little glasses. And that's it. First time she's ever been right, which is oh, pretty it is cool. Not. In 19 years of being together, it, she was she was due. I cannot <laughs> wait to see your tone change if we got her on the phone. Actually, let's get her on the no, phone no, now. No, Here we no, go. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was the Alan and Carly podcast. <laughs>